0: Whoa! I gotta make you louder. Give me a sec. Okay, speak. Blah. Speak more. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Perfect! <laughs> That's yeah. the name
1: of the Sonic game. Sonic. Yeah. Sonic. Sonic. Yeah. From to the super peel out where the hedgehogs run fast and the cannon doesn't matter. That's right. The cannon is like most of the announcements at Sonic Central.
2: Oh, snap.
1: Dude, yeah. And then, yeah, and then that's where we epically dab. I mean, I feel like the gag writes itself here. <laughs> of, uh... Hey, look, Sonic News!
0: We're alive again! <laughs> the return of the
1: podcast! The back return the of grave. the podcast, yeah. The return of the podcast and the return of the Sonic—he's back, kind of. I'll, I'll save—I'll save my thoughts because I feel like we'll just go play by play here. There really wasn't that much to talk about, so. Sonic um, is back in action figure form. Sonic is back, and that means we are too. After three months of. Isolation and slumber. We come back to discuss a twelve minute Sonic broadcast.
2: <laughs> so, uh, it was kinda of funny because we haven't bloody recorded anything for like four, four three three months. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> joke about we we uploaded the first the last two like back to back. I was gonna make a Sonic Rush joke there, but I uh, no. <laughs> Uh, and then after that,
1: nothing but three months. Because <laughs> life, I guess. <laughs> well, yeah, that is true. Life. I mean, to be fair, isn't it quite fitting for us to go radio silent until this Sonic broadcast? Just like how Sonic himself went radio silent for freaking like two goddamn years until this broadcast.
2: You literally messaged me, like, almost the day before the announcement. was like, hey, yes. why don't we talk about how there's been no Sonic games for, like, three years?
1: Yeah, I know. Uh, we dodged a huge bullet out, because I was like, <laughs> we really need to talk about the state of Sonic. And I'm like, because I, I was like, there's been no news! We could have And done then, a whole l- literally, the next day, <laughs> the very next day, it's just, hey, look, Sonic news!
2: <laughs> we could have done a whole episode about... Just like... I know.
1: That uh, would have aged worse than the Balan Wonderworld <laughs> frickin' one. Yeah, the, the lost episode. <laughs> ah, Jesus Christ, the episode of me being like, Balan Wonderworld won't be that bad. And then it was. And now we're all sad. Because there's gonna be no more Yuji Naka anything. He's gonna be relegated to being a programmer. Hmm. Which is arguably what he does best, though, so... Maybe
2: he'll put on a Kickstarter.
1: Yeah, I'll do a Kickstarter for his, uh... His spiritual successor, the Sonic, known as... Speedy... Speedy the... Uh, I don't know, animals. Speedy the Gazelle. There we go. And it's a... Orange gazelle with spines. And... Because, I guess, gazelles have spines now. And he runs really fast. And it's like Sonic, except not... Before, actually, I say my own thoughts, what were your thoughts on Sonic Central overall? Before we go point by point here.
2: If this was a video podcast, I would insert, like, that YIF. I say YIF because, you know, it's either JIF or it's "gif," And no matter what I say, people will be upset. So I say YIF. YIF. I would insert that YIF of Sonic flossing movie. <laughs> Anyway, uh, I mean, I wasn't really expecting much, I just f- kind of forgot about it. Like, I think I had work that day, so I was at work, and I'm in a Sonic Discord, and I didn't check it until, like, the evening, and they were all going on about the and that was like, ah, oh, I missed it. <laughs> so, oh, I mean, I just kind of watched it back. today, and it was fine, like, I wasn't expecting anything amazing. It's
0: news! <laughs>
1: Yeah. I feel like that's what a lot of. A lot of what I've been seeing on the internet has been like. That wasn't great, but you know, it's something. A lot of people really had no expectations, myself included. But, I don't know. I'm more edging towards the. It wasn't that great of a presentation. Side of things more than really the. It was okay. Op- I mean, I feel like. If I were to grade it, it would probably be, like, a D-tier broadcast. It wasn't, like, F. It wasn't awful, but it definitely wasn't okay. It was, like, eh. You know? I like how they brought back the Sonic Central branding, because Sonic Central used to be a website in the mid-2000s uh, for Sonic news and Sonic information. And, like, seven, eight-year-old me... I have no idea why I was able to use the internet that early, but I was. But seven, eight year old me had like a freaking crappy, uh, like Windows XP computer. And I would frequently go on Sonic Central. Because they had a music player that played music from Sonic Heroes and Sonic Writers. So that was awesome.
2: Man, when I was eight, my internet usage was Neopets. And that's it.
1: I I was more of a webcast kind of person.
2: Yeah, but you're also, like, eight years younger than me.
1: Yeah.
2: (laughs) First things first, Um, I'm really amazed that their brand officer is called Eva. Wait, their
0: brand officer is... Oh, yeah, it is. Huh. I literally didn't know that. Because, yeah, Aaron
1: Webber, I think he got promoted. I don't think... Because I think he still works at Sega, but I don't think he does anything Sonic anymore. I think he got promoted out of Sonic to just, like, a general Sega PR kind of guy. Maybe is he still doing PR? I don't know what he's doing. But Aaron Weber is no longer the face of Sega. Or not face. Face of Sonic. Not Sega. Sonic might as well be. Well, really, Sonic isn't even the face of Sega anymore. Kazuma Kiryu is, but... No,
2: I was
1: just making a joke. Because of robotic. robotic. Oh, yeah, no, I know. But, <laughs> but still... Um, they don't really see much of this Evo Gers- Gerskovich Um On the, uh On a lot of Sonic stuff This, this is like, one of his first appearances I want to say. I could be entirely wrong I don't really keep too much up with Sonic, which means Pretty Um, not qualified To really talk about no, modern Sonic kind of, what stuff what But you know to you, don't, don't keep up with the music Yeah, man <laughs> Uh, I, I'm sure this guy's probably behind, like, the Sonic Twitter or whatever these days. Sonic Twitter's still doing fine. I really uh, liked but, all of um, the, uh,
2: cool, great sound effects in the, uh, in the presentation.
1: There yeah, there are a lot of weird sound effects in the presentation. I want to say, I want to say that they used one Sonic Gems collection song. Mm. Yeah, they do. So Anyways. I'm
2: forward to this symphony concert. That's going to be hype.
1: Alright, yeah. So uh yeah, the first thing that they announce is a Sonic Symphony. It's an orchestral concert to celebrate Sonic's thirtieth anniversary, and that's actually gonna happen on Sonic's like birthday, which is good because usually Sega doesn't do their anniversary stuff on Sonic's birthday. They usually do it like either months or how even years in advance or not advanced, I and mean, after the fact. So the fact that there actually is gonna be a thirtieth anniversary concert on the exact anniversary date. That's cool. I have hope. It sounds like one of the more uh, exciting announcements, which is kind of concerning. I'm definitely going to be watching it, because it's free as well. I'm just going to hope that they kind of pull out some more interesting songs from Sonic's history. I feel like it would be a rather bland symphony if we just get, you know, like, here's Green Hill Zone from Sonic 1, and then we'll segue that into Chemical Plant Zone from Sonic 2. And then uh, no Sonic 3 music because, haha, Michael Jackson. We, ooh, boy, Flying Battery Zone. You know, just a lot of Sonic music that we've already heard. A lot remixed and reorchestrated in so many different ways. And, I mean, those songs are good. Lots of Sonic music doesn't freaking miss. I want to see the orchestra play some more lesser-known Sonic songs. If they play even one song from Knuckles' Chaotix, I will be hyped, because Knuckles' Chaotix is, like, one of the most underrated God dang Sonic soundtracks. There's not a single bad song in that game. Actually, there probably is, but you know what? I'm, there actually is. I'm um, not sure but. what
2: to think about the Crush 40 inclusion, because they're kind of washed up now, aren't they? <laughs>
1: I wouldn't say they're washed up. They just don't real. The last Sonic game they did the theme song for was Team Sonic Racing, which, I mean, Greenlight Drive wasn't or was that what it was called? Greenlight Drive, whatever the Sonic T- or the TSR theme song was, it was okay. Uh, yeah, but I mean, I feel like it's always nice to see them perform live. They're probably going to just play their, their normal hits. They're probably going to play an Open Your Heart, Live and Learn, Sonic Heroes, maybe I Am All of Me, Night of the Wind. They'll probably play those. And, you know, it'll be cool. And then we got uh, is it Tomoya Otani? Yeah, Tomoya Otani,
2: who uh, I'm pretty sure did the soundtrack for Sonic Heroes, and I don't remember what
1: else. I actually did my research while you were wrapping things <laughs> up. I did a little bit of research. Tomoya Otani only did one song in Heroes. And was that <laughs> was... Yeah, he only did one song in Heroes. The rest was... Most of it was Jun June Senoi, as well as some other people. That's the thing about Sonic music, or video game music as a whole, is lots of different composers work on soul titles. It's usually not just one guy, but usually one guy ends up taking most, if not all, the credit. Even if they don't do too much. Which is why there's a lot of databases for video game music. And actually who composed what. So Tomi Ohtani. He did most of the music. Not all the music. But most of the music for. he's more of like a techno kind of guy. He did most of the music for. I believe Sonic Runners. Sonic Colors. Sonic Lost World. Sonic Forces. I want to say he did a few other songs here and there. Because he did that... He did... The one song he did for Sonic Heroes was Hang Castle. I have no idea which one. Which Hang Castle. Whether it's the regular or the flipped over version. Um, I mean, Uh, I think
2: the soundtrack combines both of them. So I've
1: got to assume it was both. Well, then, yeah. It's probably... Alright. He's pretty much the modern Sonic music guy. Because it seems like... June does music here and there because I feel like June Senoi is probably the most credited for Sonic music. But I mean, considering the fact that I don't really think June does a lot of like he just kind of does guitar riffs now. He just kind of plays guitar. I feel like Tomoya Ushin is more like the modern composer of the series considering yeah, most big. He's probably going to have a large musical role in whatever the hell sonic 2022 is going to be yeah so it's cool to see him he's probably going to play music from sonic colors and sonic forces and sonic lost world the way i see it it's probably going to be like the classic stuff is going to be with the orchestra and then the Dreamcast era stuff is going to be Fresh 40 and then the modern stuff is going to be told me for this concert I'd love to be proven wrong, though, because if any of them kind of break out and do songs that they otherwise really wouldn't, just to shake things up, that'd be really interesting to watch. I, uh, just um, remember
2: that I subbed to Otani on Twitter. He YouTube, so i have just subbed with him on YouTube.
1: <laughs> I believe I'm following him on Twitter as well. I follow a lot of Sonic people on Twitter, a lot of Sonic devs. Anyways, but yeah, I'm excited for the concert's. I'm probably going to. Because there's a preview of it that's going to happen at Summer Game Fest.
0: Oh, I wouldn't expect too much from that. It
1: uh, just said June 2021. Uh, yeah, because that's Jeff Keighley's freaking pre-three, I guess. That's what Summer Game Fest is going to be about. I'm not expecting anything to actually be announced that I care about to happen at Summer Game Fest. But, you know... I'll probably watch it just because I'm that desperate for news, and also it'll friggin fill time in before E3 happens, and then I still get nothing because retro gamers never win.
0: Anyways, that's the
1: first announcement. Looking on to the second, there's a lot of fursuits! suits. There's like a surprising amount of fursuits suits in this Sonic presentation. I was because...
2: really confused by that. <laughs> Tokyo
0: Games announcement, like what? I mean,
2: it's a mascot costume that looks pretty good. (laughs) It's funny,
0: but why? It's a Sonic fursuit. Yeah, I... I don't know about this
1: announcement, so the second announcement is Sonic is going to be a wearable fursuit in the official Tokyo 2020 video game. And Sega usually has the rights to do Olympic video games. I believe the one, the only Olympic game that Sega did not have the rights to make a video game for was the Korean one in 2018. Um, and usually they make two games. I don't know if they did that for Rio and Sochi.
2: I uh, just noticed something, and it's making me think about whether this game was in development. I mean, it must have been in development last year where they were going to do the actual Olympics before they decided to set it yeah. back because there is a crowd in the stadium. Yeah,
1: you're, you're right, there is a crowd, huh? So this um, is like, I guess, a fantasy. Yeah, that's, that's not going to happen. <laughs> but yeah, uh, so Sega usually makes two Olympic games. They usually have a more realistic one and then they have the more minigame-oriented Mario and Sonic series. The weird thing is is yeah, just we already have a Sonic in the Olympics through that subseries of games. So the fact that we're getting a Sonic fursuit in the official video game is just kind of weird. I mean, it does look like a well-modeled fursuit, but we're probably going to see a lot of cursed videos when someone rips that model. And is able to put it in other things like Source Filmmaker or Gmod or whatever the hell people use. Miku Miku Dance. We're probably going to see a lot of really cursed videos of people using that model. But in terms of the the news announcement, I mean, sure. I wasn't really going to buy the Tokyo 2020 game either anyways. But like, I, I guess having Sonic as a fursuit is cool for those that do buy it.
2: I heard that uh, Mario and Sonic at the Tokyo Olympic Game was pretty good, actually.
1: Oh, that game came out, I think, like, two years ago. Or No, was it last? No, it was last... No, it was two two years ago. I forgot that last year was 2020. It
2: actually came out in 2020, which is remarkable, being the only Tokyo 2020 game thing yeah. that happened in 2020.
1: What the official video game for the uh, Tokyo 2020 Olympic Games came out so... Much uh, later than the Mario
0: one. Anyway, not really much else to say other than it's a fursuit.
2: I should uh, look into playing it sometime. The Mario uh, the and Sonic version. It
1: goes up. It looks crazy. I have all the non handheld Mario and Sonics besides the Tokyo one. I've got Beijing, I've got Vancouver, I've got London, I've got Sochi, and I've got Rio. And it's really, I don't know if it's sad or not, but the only reason why I even remember the names and locations of any Olympic games is because, uh, or from Beijing 2008 to the present is because of the stupid Mario and Sonic franchise. It is solely through that franchise that I actually know what Olympics are happening. If you tried to tell me what the 2006 Winter Olympics was, I have no goddamn clue. Or the 2004 Summer Olympics? Not in the slightest. (laughs) I have no idea. You could tell me the Olympics didn't happen until 2008, and I'd believe you. And then in 2018, because they didn't have the license for it, I honestly forget that there even was an Olympic Games in 2018 because, man, Mario and Sonic weren't there. Uh, I still don't know if that's really sad or not, but you know, that's how it is. That's how it is being a gamer. You learn about all of your all of what's going around around you in the world is uh through video games. Anyways. On the topic of fursuits, the third announcement we got here is really creepy Sonic fursuits for two point hospital.
2: I didn't like this at all. Like, what is even the point? To be fair, all the, the furniture and stuff, it does look really cute and cool. But it doesn't
0: seem to fit the game.
1: Well, uh, the hospital. well, first of all, yes, if I ever have to go to get an operation, I and my surgeon shows up in a Sonic the Hedgehog fursuit, I'm gonna like pray at that like I'm not gonna have high hopes and I'm gonna make it out alive. But I think that's kinda of the point of two I've never played two-point hospital. But I always was under the assumption that the point of it was it's kinda of like intentionally like stupid and shady. Yeah, it's uh, like um Sim Hospital, I
2: think it was. There was like some oh, I don't remember. That was a game before and I didn't even of
1: that. But yeah, I mean this is kinda of the same thing as the Tokyo Olympic games. It's like I really wasn't going to buy two-point hospital. It's kind of interesting that Sega is still supporting two-point hospital to the point where they're adding a Sonic crossover. Because this game, I think that game came out in, like, 2019, right? And I don't know how much or how well it sold. So, I don't know how... Yeah, I don't know why Sega wants to keep supporting it. Maybe the devs just want to keep supporting it just because they got nothing else to do. But... The one thing that I did notice during the Two Point Hospital gameplay footage of the Sonic stuff is that there are these Sega Arcade Machines. Yeah. And the Sega Arcade Machines are showing gameplay of Sonic Mania. So, I mean, that's kind of cool. That's kind of cool, I guess. It's Flying Battery Zone. Kind of a bizarre pick. You would think that they would just pick, like, Green Hill. But, you know, I am honestly happy if we just erased Green Hill from our collective consciousness. But honestly, well, we don't even just get Sonic fursuits, We get Sonic, Tails, and Knuckles to dress up our humanoids in. So, yeah, that's cool. We're have the whole gang. You are going to have the Sonic Hospital, as terrifying as that sounds. Yeah, unless you got anything else to say, we can move on.
2: No, that's it, Winnie.
1: Really. Yeah, all right. The next bullet point here is for Lost Judgment. And that's kind of... It's funny that they have a Lost Judgment announcement because Lost Judgment's rated M. So the very beginning of the broadcast, yeah, I literally saw like the rating and it said like E through M, and I'm like M? Huh? What the hell? What the hell kind of mature Sonic game are we gonna get? I didn't even know that and,
2: was gonna be a Lost Judgment. I mean, I don't think I ever wat- finished watching playthroughs of the original Judgment. But I'm sure I, I think didn't
1: really Lost Judgment that much. is. I think Lost Judgment's a sequel. A sequel. I haven't played... I yeah, <laughs> I haven't played Judgment. Or... I'm still playing the Yakuza series. I'm on Yakuza oh, yeah. 4.
2: I meant to do that, and then I just didn't. <laughs> so I'm yeah. still on uh, Kiwami
1: 2. Yeah. It's the weird thing. Is it, like, everyone kind of wanted... There's, like, a lot of demand for Yakuza in the last... I honestly don't see that many people actually playing through all of the games. I see most people just playing through Zero and, like, Kiwami. And that's kind of it. It's a lot um, of content. Yeah, day. no no, yeah, there, there's a bunch of really big games. I'm honestly worried that they're going to uh sort of burn out their fan base by making so many because we pretty much have like every freaking Yakuza game now on PC. At least the main series one. We don't have Kenzan and Ishin or the PSP ones, but anyway, so Lost Judgment, the new game in that series is going to have Sonic the Fighters as
0: a playable game in the arcade.
1: And I think that's cool. We don't really need to talk a lot about Sonic the Fighters because we already did that. Does um, that mean that
2: there's going to be a Sega arcade in the game?
1: Well, Yakuza games usually have arcades in them, and in those arcades are usually classic Sega games to be played. Yeah, but I, I believe
2: the Sega arcades aren't about anymore. They rebranded by it. Right?
1: Oh, well, you know, maybe this takes place in an alternate <laughs> Japan where the Sega arcades are still around, mm-hmm. but uh, ironic. yeah, usually they have like some types of games. And Sonic the Fighters runs on Model Two hardware, so it's not uh the most out there thing to uh, put Sonic the Fighters in it because uh, they have they had Virtual Fighter Two as one of the games. I think in like Yakuza. Six or kiwami two? I one think of them. I one of of
2: kiwami
1: a... two because I've... No, I played Kiwami One. Uh... Was it Ki- I thought Kiwami 1 had for the arcade game for that one. I thought they had the like the trading card Beetle Girls. What? Like the wrestling Beetle Girls. I don't know. This isn't a Yakuza podcast. This is a Sonic podcast. But honestly, that was also one of the more exciting announcements to me personally, because Sonic the Fighters, unless you own an Xbox Series X, uh, you, you kind of can't play it on uh, modern hardware, because the last re-release of Sonic the Fighters was on PS3 and Xbox 360, and the Xbox 360 version is playable through backwards compatibility. So that's why the Series X and the Xbox One can still play it. But the PS, PS3, PS4, and PS5 owners are kind of out of luck. Well, PS3 owners can still play it, but PS4 and PS5 owners kind of out of luck. So the fact that uh, they're bringing it back is great. Especially considering the fact that I bet it's a full port of that version of the uh, the re-release on PlayStation and Xbox. Because if I recall correctly, if you data mined one of the older Yakuza games that had Virtua Fighter in it, if you data mine it, you can literally just find the whole like Xbox arcade port of Virtual Fighter, like the whole like menus and the whole like the whole game is in there. So I bet that they're probably going to be doing the same thing for uh, Sonic the Fighters and hopefully that might mean that we can get like some online matchmaking going on or something because if I could play Sonic the Fighters online, that would be that would be really cool. I would I would like that. But all in all, it's still not too crazy. It's kind of sad that one of the bigger announcements to me is the fact that a Sonic game is going to be in a Yakuza game as a mini game. But, you know, that's how it be these days, I guess.
0: Anyway, wait. Minecraft? Wait. Yeah, are you watching, are you, or, I mean, do you have the, uh, the Sonic Central broadcast brought up? Like, do you have it up? Go to the 3 minute,
1: 47 second timestamp. That's Minecraft.
0: It is, yeah. They built Sonic in Minecraft, I guess, for some reason. What the hell? Are we gonna go to Minecraft?
1: No, I do not think so. I think someone just made it. Someone just made it. But it's like, that's a Minecraft chicken! Huh? I literally didn't notice this until right now. I didn't notice it. Uh,
0: uh, What? Are we gonna get a Sonic Minecraft collab? Or uh,
1: maybe they're hinting at something odd that, it it would be odd if they were actually gonna do a Sonic-Minecraft collab and they just chose not to announce it on Sonic Central, but they, maybe it's a teaser? I don't know.
0: Yeah, that's actually just Minecraft. Anyway, now we get to move on to the, the big, the big announcement!
1: The big announcement of the whole thing, and that is Sonic Colors
0: Ultimate. What are your thoughts? I mean, I'm excited. I always liked uh, Sonic Colors a oh, lot. It's good. Uh but You said the people is... seem to like be middling on it.
1: Uh, I'm, I'm not convinced yet on this version of Sonic Colors. It really, whether or not I buy it will entirely depend, I feel, on how much extra content there actually is. Because I already wasn't the biggest Colors fan, even when it came out. Because I remember Sonic Colors is kind of the video game that was, it was the perfect Sonic game for its time. Because in 2010, Sonic was in a really bad place because Sonic 06 was only four years old at that point. Sonic and the Secret Rings was out. Sonic and the Black Knight was out. Sonic Unleashed. People didn't like, they like it now, but back then people really didn't like Unleashed. Sonic 4 was bad. We like Sonic's whole public image in 2010 was really bad. And that was when a lot of the people's biggest complaints were the fact that like, Sonic has too much of a story. Sonic has too many other get- like gimmicks. And like, uh, uh, you know, just like like the Werehog. Or multiple different playable characters. People just wanted to only play as Sonic. They wanted a much more traditional Sonic experience. And Sonic Color is really the game that was Sega listening to that. And just making a game where it's just Sonic. The plot takes a backseat. Like literally, Sonic Colors is one of the only Sonic games, one of the only modern Sonic games, where you literally just push the start button and you're into level one. There's no opening cutscene. There's no anything. It literally you just turn the game on, you push start, and you're in. And then the story kind of plays out a couple levels in. And that's kind of I feel also Sega listening to people saying, oh, we don't want any Sonic, we don't want any of that story in our Sonic games. It's kind of funny because. Sonic Colors was also the debut work of the Happy Tree Friends writers working on Sonic. But I was never really a fan of their their writing in Sonic games. I always thought it was a little I mean, they were like Sonic, you never really play a Sonic game for its plot these days, but I've always really felt that the games that were written by those guys were just kind of lukewarm in terms of story. And it seems like a lot of people also share that same sentiment. A lot of people want the Sonic comics. They want Ian Flynn to do the next Sonic games writing. And that'd be cool. I honestly don't read that much of the Sonic comics. I'm still reading the Archie ones right now. And those are a trip. I'm going through (laughs) Ken Penders' freaking wild ride. But that's for another time. But anyway, so yeah, Sonic Colors was pretty much like the perfect game for its time. The problem is is that re-releasing it nowadays, I feel like people are going to be a lot more critical on it, versus people just being like, thank god, a competent Sonic game. I feel like now probably a lot of people are going to play Colors Ultimate and be all like, yeah, that was okay. I don't know why everyone says it's one of the better Sonic games. It was fine. But yeah, really, because I, I already own Colors. I have it on my Wii. I could play it if I wanted to. So, that's kind of why I'm still not convinced on this new version. Because, I like, it just kind of looks like they upscaled it. They upped the resolution. Just kind of the call of the day. Because Sonic Colors already still does look graphically really really good. So, they really wouldn't have to change too much to really make it look modern. Other than, like, yeah, upping the resolution. Maybe, maybe adding some lighting or upping the polygon counts for some models. But, other than that, I feel like it still holds up. Maybe increasing, like, texture resolutions. I still feel like just Sonic Colors is just a good-looking game. Which is also kind of weird, because it was on the Wii, which is super underpowered. The fact that we're getting a Sonic Colors remake is... I mean, it's good, because I feel like Sonic Colors is one of those few games... I feel like Colors Unleashed and, like, Heroes... But Heroes is also kind of debatable, because there was a PC port of that. But I feel like those three games kind of are, like, the lost main series Sonic games... Those three games are kind of like the games that were pretty moderately well-received. Debatable for Heroes and Unleashed. But moderately well-received by fans. And it seems like Sega just wants people to forget about those. Because uh, Adventure 1 and 2 are on Steam. Lost World is on. If we're going to bring Lost World to PC. Like, come on. Bring Heroes and Unleashed and Colors. So, like. It's good that Colors is getting off the Wii. It's good that it's getting off of being a Wii exclusive, but it's not really something that I'm jumping out of my seat for, you know? The fact that this is one of the first Sonic remakes is also kind of big. Because Sonic games don't normally get remade. The only Sonic remake I can really think of off the top of my head Unless you want to count the Christian Whitehead ports. But those are... I mean, those are pretty much... Uh, thats like a blurred line between port and remake. I feel like the last real Sonic remake, and I use the term remake very loosely here, was Sonic Genesis on the Game Boy Advance. And, I mean, they sure remade Sonic 1 alright with that one. Uh, they remade it to be really bad, but... But what I'm saying is none of the 3D Sonic games to this day have been remade. So the fact that we're getting a Sonic remake, a 3D Sonic remake, is kind of big news because maybe that means they'll remake the other ones. Maybe, they probably won't, but maybe.
2: How do you feel about the uh, Sonic movie merch?
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, because that's a pre-order bonus, right?
2: Yeah, you get a baby Sonic keychain. And
1: Wait, is it not a pre-order bonus? Is that just what it will come with?
2: Uh, the keychain, it looks like, is just... I guess with the game. And then the other stuff is in the Digital Deluxe Edition. You get a Sonic Movie Boost, whatever that is. You get some player icons and some, like... Wearables. I don't... Oh! Is that, like, for your Xbox avatar? <laughs> I don't it know might how be. Xbox,
1: so. It might be. It might be a player icon. It might be like an avatar for your online profile. Oh
2: yeah, but
1: I was I meant the wearables. Oh, the wearables. Wow, I have no idea. Maybe you can customize Sonic and like have him wear things in the remake. That's the thing. Is like if if they're only gonna be adding like that kind of stuff to the game, I think I'll just stick with the Wii version. But if they if they have, like, more levels, or, like, more, like, meaningful content, then I'll probably get it. Because the thing is, I think that one of the scenes in the trailer shows their life icon is Tails. So maybe we'll get playable Tails? Which really would be kind of weird, because Sonic Colors is kind of a boost formula Sonic game, so... We've never really had other playable characters in a Boost Formula Sonic game. And I say Boost Formula quite loosely with Colors, because Colors is really more like a 2D Sonic on the Wii. Most of the levels take place in 2D versus 3D. Which is probably why I didn't really like that game that much. I really wasn't the biggest Colors fan. It kind of came out when I was in my Little Big Planet phase, so I really was too, bi- too busy playing Little Big Planet to really play a lot of other things. I did buy Sonic Colors, I was excited for it. I didn't really finish it until a lot later. I will say though that Colors has a good soundtrack, so it's got that going for it. But yeah, as for the Sonic Baby Sonic keychain, I totally see that as they made because I think that's Baby Sonic like pre redesign of the movie. Like that's like gross Sonic's design for the movie, for Baby Sonic. So I feel like Sega probably just had a couple warehouses full of those things. I didn't know what to do with them. So now they're just bundling them with Sonic Colors Ultimate just to get rid of them. And then uh, I guess the last real thing about Sonic Colors Ultimate as a game releasing is the fact that if I do get this, I'll probably get it on PC. But I honestly doubt that now because as you can see on the console listing, it's not going to be released on Steam. It's an Epic Games Store exclusive, it seems. That's weird. So... Yeah, that's that's weird. Especially because Sonic games have historically been on Steam. The fact that Colors Ultimate is going to be an Epic Game Store exclusive. I'm sure Sega probably got a buttload of money for doing that. But I personally would have rather just have it on Steam like all my other Sonic games. Maybe the modern community for Colors Ultimate will be cool. We'll see. We'll see. We'll have to see.
0: It comes out September 7th, so... Cool. And then we got a... Uh, we
1: got a announcement from our boy, Roger Craig Smith, who is... Surprise, surprise! Reprising his role as Sonic. I still don't know, really, I don't think that we'll ever know, like, publicly, why Roger felt the need, or maybe not felt the need. Maybe he was pressured to, or maybe Sega couldn't afford him. Maybe they wanted to recast. But yeah, for a brief period in time, Roger Craig Smith resigned as being the voice of Sonic. But then, pretty recently, he said, I'm back! I'm Sonic in the games! Which, I mean, to be fair, I played, I'm i honestly going to play all my Sonic games going forward in uh, Japanese because the voice cast is a lot more consistent for all the games. Uh, my boy Junichi Kanemaru uh, is the one true Sonic. But I was kind of curious to see what the next voice for Sonic would be. So to hear that it's just Roger Craig Smith again... Like, Roger's a good Sonic, but... I don't know. I feel like it would be interesting to hear if someone else try Sonic. But uh, it would make sense to me that Roger's voice is very iconic as Sonic. He's been doing it for ten years now. So... I feel like he's been being... I think Roger has been Sonic the longest out of any American voice actor, or English Sonic voice actor. So, I mean, it makes sense for him to be uh, recast. And Mike Pollock will always be Eggman. Like, now and forever. He'll be Eggman. Anyways... My, or not my Roger Craig Smith is here to announce that there's going to be a two-part Sonic Colors animation. Looks good. Rise of the
0: Wisp. It looks fine.
1: I don't really have much else to say about it other than it looks Metal Sonic's in it. It looks fine. It looks kind of like Flash animation, though. Not gonna lie. No, it's not. I mean, it seen might of be in
2: Toon Boom or something like that, but I don't. It's not Flash. I mean, nobody's gonna make Flash anything these days. I like. I really like the style of it. It reminds me of,
0: uh.
2: Something. Alright, something. Some other show. Which I can't think of right now.
0: It <laughs> definitely really kinda looks like, uh. Tyson pieces.
2: I think you're right.
1: Uh,
0: art style we're doing
2: this
1: he's, again he's probably involved in the animation cause Tyson Heese is probably like the sonic art man now cause he does the art for the comics he did the art for the animations he did Mania adventures he's probably working on this he did the redesign for the sonic movie that man like shoutouts to him he should just be put in charge of a lot of sonic art direction he seems to understand the character and you know What works. And what doesn't. The one thing that does get me excited about. The Sonic Colors Ultimate. Through this Rise of the Wisps thing. Is Metal Sonic's in it. Metal Sonic was not at all in. Vanilla Colors. So if they add like a. Like a new like plot line. Where like Metal Sonic's a character now. And maybe if you could play as him. That'd be cool. Or if you could. You know. If you you could fight him. I don't know. Metal Sonic. He's my. Metal Sonic's my favorite Sonic character. So like. Seeing him anywhere is always a good time for me, but I mean, I feel like the little two-part animation is probably gonna be the same exact thing as the uh, Team Sonic Racing animations that they did pre-release. Just some little hype movies. We'll probably get some decent meme material out of it because the Team Sonic Racing shorts had a lot, and I mean a lot of memeable. Shots to it. Honestly, I feel like to the point where it kind of felt like they were kind of just trying to fish for making every shot be some sort of reaction image, a uh, sort of marketing. But who knows? But also, actually, yeah, the, one, the last interesting thing about the Rising of the Wisps animation is it's going to be voiced. We haven't really seen a lot of Sonic shorts with voice acting. Usually they're silent. So, hearing that Sonic's... The Sonic voice talent is going to be doing the, uh... They're going to actually be saying things. That'll be cool. Hopefully it's well-written. Because if it isn't, then that would suck now, wouldn't it? Many Adventures was entirely silent. No one spoke anything. Most interactions and emotions were done through, like, classic Sonic sound effects. Which is really cool. I really like the mini-adventures animations, to be completely honest. But yeah, I'd recommend watching them if you haven't. Uh, I'll probably watch Sonic Colors of Rise of the Wisps whenever the hell it airs on... It'll probably be on YouTube, right?
0: Anyways, moving on to our next big announcement.
1: And I have a lot to say about this one. I guess I've had a lot to say about all of these. Hopefully, you've been saying your parts, or all that you've been wanting to say, because uh, I definitely don't want to be saying all the things here uh, if you providing no input. But
0: anyway, Sonic Origins—it's a compilation title. The
1: leaks were true. The leaks were indeed true. I guess also I think Sonic Colors Ultimate was also leak, and I kind of was just like, okay, that's kind of cool if it's real. And, yeah, the Sonic compilation is also cool, but, like, man, the one thing I was hoping for with a Sonic compilation, I was hoping that it wasn't just going to be another Mega Collection, because, I mean, we already have so many ways to play the Genesis Sonic games, or Mega Drive Sonic games, if you're not in America we have so many ways to play the classic series. And while there still are classic games that haven't really been ported around, I feel like you could still make a classic compilation and have it still be interesting by having of course the the obvious ones, but also like maybe adding like some lesser ported titles like Knuckles Chaotix maybe or, you know, Sega Sonic the Hedgehog or all 12 Game Gear games, because why not? Or maybe even the Master System versions of the Game Gears, or maybe even both? There's a lot of classic Sonic games. Maybe you could have both the Saturn, or maybe not, not because you don't have to do the Saturn version of Sonic 3D Blast when it came out on PC, so you could just base it off of that, too. What I'm saying here is that there's a lot of classic Sonic games, and the fact that Sonic Origins just looks like it's going to be the same five titles that we always get, is really, really I mean it's news. It seems like they're going to all be versions of the same five Sonic games we always get. It seems like they're going to be Christian Whitehead versions. Seems like we're gonna get the mobile ports of Sonic 1 and 2 officially, as well as Sonic CDs, Christian Whitehead ports probably gonna be brought over. As well as the real big news, the real big elephant in this collection is the fact that Sonic 3 and Knuckles are back. Because everyone was saying the whole time, oh my god, Sonic 3 and Knuckles! They're ne- We're never getting it back because music rights. will never get a proper widescreen Sonic 3 and Knuckles because we're never... Because of the music for Sonic 3 has Michael Jackson attached to it. It's got real... It's got Brad Boxer attached to it. It's got a bunch of real musicians with real record labels attached to their work, attached to the game. So due to that and all the legal complications surrounding who actually did make the music or er, and who didn't for Sonic 3, everyone was all like, we're never getting it ever again. The Steam port's the last thing we're going to get. But now it's coming back. And even though the footage of Sonic 3 and Knuckles that they showed was in 4.3, they did confirm on Twitter that Sonic 3 and Knuckles are going to be in widescreen. So that's cool. However, my biggest problem with this collection, besides, obviously... Oh boy, time to buy Sonic 1 for my Switch for the third time. Besides that obvious problem. I already have Sonic 1 and 2 through the Sega Ages. So... The fact that, oh boy, I get to buy it again. That's not really the most appealing to me personally. My biggest problem with this is just how unnecessary this compilation is. And what I mean by that is really in terms of... I mean, it's glad... I'm glad that this is going to be an official way to play these games in widescreen. Presumably also with, like, the drop dash. Because I did say, and more features will be added to these games. Which will probably mean, like, some Christian Whitehead fan servicey settings. You could... I bet you could probably be able to turn on and off the Sonic and Knuckles collection music or the prototype music or use the real regular soundtrack. There's probably going to be a, if there's a soundtrack selection for uh, Sonic CD. There's probably going to be one for Sonic 3 as well. So I'm sure we're probably going to get plenty of Christian Whitehead love. I'm sure Hidden Palestine is still going to be in Sonic 2. I'm sure you can still probably play as Knuckles in Sonic 1. My biggest thing, though, is that we already have all of this. I could probably play all of the things in Sonic Origins right now if I really wanted to. On my computer. Unofficially, of course. Because fans have literally already made this collection. They've already reverse-engineered and ported over the mobile Sonic games to PC. Sonic 1 and 2, the Christian Whitehead ports. As well as Sonic 3 Angel Island Revisited, literally already remaking Sonic 3 and Knuckles with the drop dash in widescreen. So it just kind of feels unnecessary to me. I mean, yeah, I, I'm I'm not necessarily like upset at this. I'm just kind of like, alright, sure. I, I'm not gonna, I, I don't hate the idea of putting the classic series of Sonic games in Putting on one big collection again. I was just kind of hoping for a little bit more than just the main series. I was hoping maybe we could get a little spin-off action. You know, maybe we can get some more lesser scene titles. Maybe we can get and we can get more features. That would be interesting. Or honestly, one thing that does kind of intrigue me about the footage that they use for Sonic Origins is they have on the bottom right corner of the footage. It says, Original Gameplay. Which is a bit weird. Which,
2: I guess, means uh, it's just, like... I assume that better was from the original games.
1: Well, because they're using footage from the mobile ports, because Sonic 1 and 2 are in widescreen, and Sonic 3 is not. So they're just probably using emulator footage for Sonic 3 and Sonic & Knuckles. But it still says, Original Gameplay, so maybe we'll get, like, what if there's like a remix mode or something? What if we get it how what if we get it what if we get like hD versions where they like completely overhaul all the graphics? That's huge wishful thinking on my end. I highly doubt that we're gonna get that, but it is strange that we're seeing original gameplay at the bottom right there. whatever the hell that means. But I'm just hoping that whatever features, just like Sonic and, or just like Sonic Colors Ultimate, as someone who is a big Sonic game collector, and as someone who already owns, like, every Sonic game, you're gonna have to do a little bit more if you want me to buy your game again. And right now, it looks the same, and it looks like I already have it. So I don't think, I, I'm i probably gonna buy Sonic Origins anyways, because it's gonna be on the Switch, and, I mean, I like having things on my Switch, not because I really go out with my Switch that often, but, like, having it portably is always nice, you know? I don't really use my Switch portably, like, at all, but the option of, like, just in case, like, what if I have to go to, like... Like, what if I have to go to this somewhere, and I have to, like, spend a night at, like, a hotel or something? Then I can bring my Switch, and, I mean, I'm still going to be having to play with my crappy Joy-Cons, and also bring my pro Controller with me. But the fact that it's portable will always help. And even then, I already have Sonic 1 and 2 on my Switch through Sega Ages, and those are kind of going to become super obsolete. The Sonic Origins collection adds the drop-dash, because the entire point of the Sega Ages versions of Sonic 1 and 2 is the fact that it gave those. It gave the drop dash to those games, so that's kind of a big yikes. But you know, I'm glad I still supported Sega Ages because that series of games was really awesome. I love M2. You have any thoughts on this?
2: No, really. I mean, apart from what you already said, it's nice. It's a nice gesture, but nothing new apart from the Sonic Three and, and Sonic Three Network.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. But yeah, that's that's my big two cents on it. Another anyway, I just kind of makes me want to go play Angel Island revisited again. It did say more info coming soon. I originally thought during the trailer that they said it was going to come out in 2022, and I was like, "What the hell would take them that long to release some Mega Drive games?" Three of four, they have all three out of four. They have already like done all the work for. But then I I rewatched it, and it says coming soon, not coming in 2022. So maybe it'll come out. I hope it comes out before Sonic colors does i don't know but you know what'd be really cool is if it gets like a surprise drop you know if it literally if like there's like a nintendo direct or a sony thing or whatever the hell a sega direct and they just say here's the news on the sonic thing by the way it's out now it's like 20 dollars or whatever because it should be like 20 dollars. i hope it's not more than that Uh, well, unless it adds a whole bunch of stuff. If it adds a whole bunch of stuff to make it worth more than 20 bucks, then fine. But if it's literally just gonna be a bunch of regular games for more than 20 bucks, that would suck. Um, but, yeah. That's kind of my thoughts. I hope it does get, like, a... I hope it comes out sooner rather than later. Because, again, you're gonna have to do a lot of quick convincing for me. If you want me to get more excited for these things. You can't just tell me that you're re-releasing old Sonic games and have that alone be news enough for me to be excited. You have to, you have to kind of tell me what's new about these re-releases. Otherwise, I'm just going to be like, okay, cool. Speaking about re-releases, moving on to our next. Unless do you have anything left to say? Just, just want to make sure.
2: I completely skipped this next announcement
1: because I don't care. Uh, You completely skipped everything after the Origins collection? This part here. This part? Okay. Well, then we'll do some uh, uh, lightning round here because, trust me, I didn't really care much either. But uh, next headline, Sonic is now available to be streamed. You can play Sonic Mania, Sonic Forces, and Team Sonic Racing on Amazon Luna. Which is Amazon's streaming platform. Oh, wait, okay. Never mind, not Sonic Forces. Just Sonic Team Sonic Racing and Sonic Mania. So, just Team Sonic Racing and Sonic Mania are going to be on Amazon Luna. If you want to stream that. I don't know how well streaming Sonic games would be, considering how fast the game goes. But, if you have internet speed high enough, then that's cool. And then, PlayStation Now is going to get Sonic Forces, Team Sonic Racing, and Sonic Mania. Again, cool. These are all games you could just already... I guess PlayStation, now you just download it, so you don't have to stream it for those three specific instances. But still, I feel like all three of those games are already cheap enough to the point where anyone who wants to play them already has. So it's really not that big of a cool announcement. And then Sonic Mobile! I don't play any Sonic games mobily. But uh, we got... We got Pirate Sonic and Captain Shadow. They look good. uh, I have no
2: interest in Sonic Dash, but that
1: was a cool design. I like them. Yeah, they look good. They look good. They're never going to be used for anything else ever again, but they look good. I mean, I honestly wish that they kind of implemented more things from the mobile games into the main series, because it still feels like there's a big degree of separation between the mobile universe of Sonic and the rest of the video game universe for Sonic. And that's partly the reason why I never played Sonic Runners when it was alive, was because I thought it was part of that separate mobile game universe, and it kind of was. And then apparently, like, Sonic Runners had a banging soundtrack, and I missed out entirely on that because it was on mobile, and I just don't play mobile because it just feels so much different than sort of the main Sonic games. Is
0: Captain Shadow wearing an iPad? He is.
1: That is awesome. I didn't Let it me just looks—it look just looks like one of his I eyes are closed. Got because of the angle. Yeah. Uh, so we got Pirate Sonic and Captain Shadow. Ahoy, Matey. Four birthday-themed items on the track. Very cool. And then we got the Sonic Forces Speed Battle update, where you can play a Supersonic. I guess. Cool. I thought uh, you, if you told me before that announcement that you could play a Supersonic, I would have believed you. I honestly didn't know that Supersonic wasn't in Sonic Forces Speed Battle, but he is now. Ain't
0: that fun? And then they're also adding like some weird multiplayer thing to Sonic Forces Speed Battle. They're adding private races in party match.
1: Whatever that means. I don't play mobile games, I don't do multiplayer stuff, so this really doesn't excite me, but I really hope whoever is still playing Sonic Forces Speed Battle and has a community of people to play party match with, I hope they have a good time. And then, uh, in a very surprising announcement, they showed the Warhog, which made everyone be all like, what the hell, Sonic Unleashed? And then it's just because the Werehog's coming to... Is it coming to Sonic? Death? Sonic
0: Force? uh it was one of the mobile
1: songs. Sonic Forces mobile edition the Werehog's going to be in it in Halloween so thanks for announcing that 5 months in advance can't wait to play as the Werehog in Sonic Forces mobile edition in October you can really kind of tell that they didn't have that much to talk about or announce in this broadcast. They really only the had... Music. They only really had their three big announcements and everything else was just kind of fluff because they're really they're really trying to hype up something five months in advance for a holiday collab. Not even... It's not a collab. Uh The holiday kind of event. But like That's like if they said, oh boy, that's like if they said two months from now, oh boy, get ready to play as Santa Sonic in December. And it's like, okay, I kind of would have expected it to be Christmas themed in December, but sure. Hopefully, the Werehog coming back means maybe we get Sonic Unleashed things. I just want Sonic Unleashed on PC. Because if I could play a version of Sonic Unleashed that doesn't run like butt. That would be incredible. Though so I understand why they're kind of doing colors over Unleashed in terms of what gets remade, because Colors is a little bit more generally well received than where or than Unleashed. Anyways, and then lastly, we got classic Sonic in Sonic Racing. No teams in that one on Apple Arcade. I guess Sonic Classic Sonic's going to be a playable character. I like his car. His car is very, like, Sonic Drift-esque. Uh, it isn't- I don't think it's an exact copy of his Sonic Drift car. It looks fitting. It looks fitting. It looks reasonably classic. Uh, and then we got Green Hill Zone! Woo! As As a new course for Sonic Racing. Yay! Green Hill Zone! Everyone, uh, uh, the, no one's tired of that! No one at all! It's gonna have its own unique music, so it'll probably, unless it's literally just another Green Hill Zone remix, which it probably will be, yeah, either way, it'll probably sound good. It's a freaking Sonic game. The new Sonic music is always appreciated. Especially because the Team Sonic, or not Team Sonic, the Sonic Racing games usually have good remixes, so.
0: Woo! So yeah. Um, So now, that's the mobile game news. Uh,
1: And now, we go to the next big question mark announcement. Uh, and that is Sonic Prime! Or, well, I guess it's less of an announcement uh, as much as... What even was this? It's or if We action. got we got Joe Kelly, the man of action here. Man of action's the studio. Yeah, studio. He isn't... I wish, I wish he was the man of action. <laughs> it kinda looks like it with how they presented it, but man of action's the studio. And we got him talking about Sonic Prime, which is the next big Sonic show on Netflix. The yeah,
2: announcement was just, we are making Sonic Prime.
1: <laughs> yeah, that was kind of the thing, in not it? Most of the, uh, what he talked about was just, Hello, my name is Joe Kelly. Sonic Prime is indeed a thing that's happening. We're working on it. I made Ben 10, so you should trust me. The end. We have a cool, never-before-seen Eggman vector art behind me. But, that's it. All I'm saying, all I'm going to say for my expectations for Sonic Prime, because it's a thing that's apparently going to happen, I don't know if we're going to get redesigns of Sonic in crew. If we do, God help us. But, the uh, I'm just hoping that, It's well written. I'm probably not going to watch it. Because even Boom. Sonic Boom was really well written. And I've definitely seen a fair share of episodes of Sonic Boom. But I still haven't seen all of it. And Sonic Boom was a really really good show. So the fact that Sonic Prime is going to have to follow that up. That's a tough act to follow. I hope it's well written. And I hope that Mike Pollock is still Eggman. They can recast everyone else, but Mike Pollock still has to be Eggman. You can't... You can't have Mike Pollock not be Eggman in Sonic Prime. It's gotta be Mike Pollock. Is it, he's he's He is the Eggman voice. Alright, well I guess if they could recast him, it would be interesting to see a different interpretation of Eggman that's not Jim Carrey. It would be interesting to see a different interpretation of the character, but they'd have to still be at least like a Somewhat, it ought to still be an interpretation of the character, not not whatever the hell the Sonic movie did with Eggman and making. I didn't like the Sonic movie, but we can have a whole separate we can have a whole separate episode just for that. Anyways, Sonic Prime. Hopefully, it's good. We really didn't get any information out of this. I wish we got a little bit. I wish we got like at least like a. Something, a picture of Sonic, <laughs> like anything. I wish, yeah. I, I it really was a the most announcementless announcement toward Sonic Prime.
0: We got that on. Uh, <laughs> unless you have anything else to say about Sonic Prime. Not really. Didn't say anything. Yeah, he he really didn't. Um, So, uh, yeah, that was that. And then we ended off with Sonic merchandise.
1: Woo! We got ourselves some Sonic toys. Glad that they're still making those. I've got Sonic toys when I was a kid. Glad that more other kids are going to have Sonic toys.
2: I like these uh,
1: actually. You like the what? Wait, sorry.
2: I like the merch that they showed off.
1: Yeah, the merch that they showed off is is neat. I'm not really a big merchandise collector just because I can't usually afford it. I wanted to have a Sonic toy collection but then I was like, eh. Yeah. You know? I do have a Metal Sonic action figure. The legs broke off on him which is really sad, but that that action figure was super cool. But anyways, so we got, Sonic, we got a Sonic toy with the Death Egg robot. It looks cool. I'm sure whatever kids that play with toys will enjoy it. We got Sonic. We got Sonic drip. We got some freaking Sonic jewelry.
2: I like the chains. <laughs> I thought that was really
1: yeah, cool. I mean, I think it's a little ridiculous to be completely honest, but it is. It is... I really hope it's expensive. I really hope it's, like, super valuable Sonic jewelry. I really want only, like... I want some super rich dude to roll up to a very fancy, like, rich person gathering wearing the Sonic drip, Oh, yeah, you just know
2: that someone is gonna be using
1: this. I really hope, like, we see, like, some rich dude like like Jeff Bezos wearing like the Shadow the Hedgehog jewelry necklace around him that would be that would be incredible but personally i'm probably not going to buy any of it because i honestly don't see any situation i would ever need to wear sonic jewelry but the fact that it exists and is official is extremely Extremely I don't mean, I don't even know what this humorous and interesting. I don't know. And then what else we got? We got we got the Sonic the Hedgehog 30th Anniversary Encyclopedia, which I'm going to be completely honest, if I was younger, I would be totally wanting this thing. It looks good. I love freaking I mean I guess even still to this day. I love freaking like informational kind of like uh retrospective books on things. I I actually do own retrospective books, coffee table books on the Mega Drive and the Neo Geo. I still want I still need to get Read Only Memories book on uh the Dreamcast, still Dreamcast collective works. Because I do really like Read Only Memory and I really do like bitmap books. When it comes to video game reading material. Or research material. So hopefully, I'm just hoping that whatever this Encyclopedia... I really just hope that they ha- it has like some interesting... Never really before documented... Not necessarily like content. Not like, I'm not necessarily asking for like... Oh, I hope that we see a Sonic Heroes beta in this. Or whatever. Uh, but I mean like... Yeah, maybe if like a developer got like interviewed. And they had things to say about sonic games that hadn't been heard before and they write it and publish it in that book that would be interesting that would be make worth buying it over but yeah i'm always i I'm, I'm a sucker for kind of retrospective books like that honestly if the encyclopedia isn't that expensive i might actually pick it up just to see what it's about just because again i'm a i'm a sucker for those kinds of things but if it's if it's if it if everything that it says if everything that's in that book is just stuff that's already been said on a million different Sonic sites in a million different ways, then I'll probably pass. But otherwise, I don't know. At least the art looks cool
0: on it. It's got like a whole bunch of Sonic, like like the cover is got like a whole bunch of uh, screenshots
1: from various different Sonic games, even like. There's like Sonic Riders. There's Sonic Rush. There's Sonic Rush Adventure. There's Sonic Four for Sonic Pinball Party.
0: There's Sonic Heroes. There's Sonic
1: Adventure, Sonic Advance. The D or the 3DS version of Sonic Generations. Like they've got a lot of deep picks. So I'm telling you that the Encyclopedia does look.
0: It looks interesting. How much actually is it? I bet we don't know yet. Uh. Wait. It's already out? There's the Encyclopedia 30 years of Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh,
1: wait, no, it's not
0: out yet. It seems like it's $30. That's honestly not that bad. I I might cop, honestly. To be completely honest. Because, yeah. Looks like that are my kind of thing. Anyways. And I believe... Oh, wait, no,
1: we also got... There's no more. We got Sonic coins! I don't collect coins, but those who do, and like Sonic, I... Do people collect Sonic coins?
0: It's worth $2. I don't know. Do people collect Sonic coins? I don't, I don't know
1: any coin collectors, but I guess if there were any coin collectors and they like Sonic, boy, do they have something for you.
2: misfits, please write in and let us know if you were collecting
1: keys. <laughs> yeah, honestly. And then that's it for merchandise. And then we got one more thing by our boy Izuka. And that is our final thing.
0: Which is a new Sonic trailer for the new Sonic game.
1: And it just shows Sonic running in a forest. And he's got a bunch of, like, squares around him, and he goes really fast through the forest. He just kind of makes a weird circle loop that turns into a
0: weird symbol. And then we get a launch year of 2022. Yeah. Usually Sonic games have their latest announcements drop a title. Or Anything?
1: I feel like it was a really weak first trailer for a new Sonic game. Because like most other... There's kind of a trend here that I'm noticing. On all of the announcements in this broadcast. And that is... They announced things, but really they didn't. Like, oh, they said... They, they're they the most... They announced things, but the announcements are the most nothing-filled, hollow announcements, you know?
0: Hmm. Well, I mean, it is a new game. Uh, it sure is.
1: What it is, though, we don't know. We know that all that we can gather from this trailer is that it has Sonic in it. Sonic has squares. He can run in a forest. And there's a weird shape. That has some sort of significance. To something. And that it comes out in 2022. Which is. Not. Again. With. This is the. I know I'm being a broken record at this point. But if you want me as a fan of Sonic. To be excited for something. You can't just tell me that something's coming and have that news alone be enough to make me excited. Especially for the Sonic franchise. I feel like there are a lot of video game franchises where you can get away with just saying, with just dropping, like, we're making a new Metroid Prime, you know? And just have that alone, the confirmation of that be enough to generate hype Sonic is not that consistent in terms of quality or like expectations or anything really that you can't really just say we're making a new Sonic game and have that and turn any heads Uh, apparently this game's name is going to be Sonic Rangers
2: people are saying Rangers
1: if I recall correctly, I think people were data mining air inspect elementing and looking through the code of Sonic's 30th anniversary site, and I think that they found references to the new Sonic game being called Sonic Rangers. Which still does not tell us anything. I don't know what we're ranging here. Sonic Rangers feels like it feels like a. It feels like a toy line of Sonic Power Rangers collaboration, like action figures. That's what I would hear. That's the first thing that would come to mind if you tell me Sonic Rangers. I would think of like Sonic Power Rangers. I don't think this is going to be anything Super Sentai related. <laughs>
2: um, I just went to the Sonic Reddit to see uh, if anyone was talking about it, and I saw this.
1: We, Because, I, I mean, I feel a lot of people have been saying, well, every Sonic game usually has a crap first trailer, right? But I still feel like other Sonic first trailers, like Sonic Forces first trailer was arguably as bad. Well, not arguably. Because Sonic's, Sonic Forces first trailer was literally just Sonic going down Sunset Hills or whatever the destroyed city is. And then I think Classic Sonic shows up at the end and then it says Sonic Forces. Actually, no. I don't think it says Sonic Force. I think it's just called Sonic Twenty Seventeen, which is great. We we really did have to wait five years between Sonic games, huh? Main series Sonic games, and it feels like the wait is really bad in particular because I feel like the wait at least between Lost World and I think Twenty Thirteen, and then Forces in Twenty Seventeen, we at least got like. we 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 got, like, at least the Boom Games. And we got, like... I don't know. Mario and Sonic 2016. Okay, no, that was a pretty bad year, too. Or bad period of time. That's a pretty dire period of time for Sonic, honestly. Which is really weird to say, because Mania is still so fresh in our minds. But this whole past decade has just been really stagnant for the Sonic brand. It's kind of... Concerning. But yeah, I'm saying, I feel like with all the announcements, you can kind of tie it to the theme with two major themes. The themes of they announced things without really announcing anything, and what they did announce, they didn't really show anything that can possibly get me personally excited. You showed remakes for colors and a collection of Genesis games that I already have eight different ways. Without really telling me why I should be excited to buy him again. And then you show a new game with really nothing noteworthy about it. And then a weird symbol. Because at least Sonic Forces trailer, you could be all like, oh my god, there's a city on fire. There's like giant scary death egg robots. Maybe the plot will be like darker. It wasn't, but I mean, this we're talking before we even knew about what Sonic Forces would eventually be. As well as Classic Sonic coming back And people are like oh Classic Sonic's back That's kind of weird Why is he back Like at least there's some form of discussion around that I feel like this new trailer For Sonic whatever it is Just gives us Nothing to
0: talk about Well also
2: Sonic fans are uh... (laughs) We've been burned So many times
0: (laughs)
1: Yeah, I mean, it's kind of, it's kind of telling that Sonic fans really aren't as upset at this, because, like, this isn't our first rodeo. To be completely honest, I'd love to be proven wrong, but this new Sonic game in 2022 is probably gonna suck. It probably is. Um... Because I know everyone makes fun of the Sonic cycle, you know, for all these new releases, you know? Because the Sonic cycle being... The game is announced. People are excited. People think it's going to be the next big return to Sonic. That the, that Sega's finally listened, And then more trailers come out. And then uh, it shows more kind of gimmicks and nonsense. People start being skeptical. Then the game comes out. It's a train wreck. People are like, oh god. And they vow never to buy a Sonic game again. The Sega will never get us this time. And then... They announce the next one, and the cycle continues. I feel like... The only real Sonic game to break the Sonic cycle in recent memory has been Sonic Mania. Because that game lived up to the hype and then some. I feel like this one's gonna break the cycle in the fact that I don't think anyone's gonna be excited for this. I think that everyone kind of understands... Yep. This is gonna be a new Sonic game. It's probably gonna... I mean, to be fair, when the when our bar is set as low as Sonic Forces, right? We just got to over. They just got to make a game better than Sonic Forces, which is not hard. I hope. That's because I know all these Sonic fans have expectations for son, what they want. There's a lot of different Sonic fans that have a lot of different expectations and desires and wish lists for what they would want in their ideal next Sonic game, right? They're like, oh, I don't want any gimmicks. I don't want any Wisps. Oh, I want—I don't want Classic Sonic back. Oh, I do want Classic Sonic back. I don't want Green Hill Zone back. You know, stuff like that. My own bar for what I want the next Sonic game to be is literally just as simple as
0: I want it to be better than Sonic Forces. That Hopefully by that a large be- margin. That can't be that high the bar, right?
1: Um. I hope that it's better than Sonic Forces. Because if it's the same as Sonic Forces or worse, that's not going to instill a lot of confidence in me towards Sega. And I already don't have a lot of confidence towards Sega in terms of making pretty much any games these days. But especially especially Sonic games, I do not have very much confidence in Sonic Team and their ability to make Sonic games. So, I hope whatever it is that they're cooking behind the walls of those doors at Sega, I'm just hoping that it's at least better than Forcing. They can do anything they want. They can put the Wisps in. They can put Green Hill Zone in. They can do it. Just make it fun. They can make it a boost formula game. They can make it an entirely new thing. They can do whatever they want. As long as they just make a game. And have it fu- be fun to play. That's all I ask. Which is really sad. Um, as a Sonic fan. That I have to ask. Very sort of. Uh, very very low ball. Uh, standards.
0: And expectations. But, that's all that they showed off at the Sonic Central. All in all, lots of, uh, lots of things, I guess.
1: I think that this is kind of Sega's sort of... Because let's be real, COVID-19 happened. The pandemic happened in 2020. And while a lot of games, obviously game development is a very long process, right? So clearly a lot of the games that were coming out in 2020 were obviously worked on pre-pandemic. I feel like now that 2020 has gone and went, the games that were being worked on now, the ones that were being worked on last year, that were still being worked on, the games that have a 2021-2022 release date, I'm sure whatever the hell the sauna game was, if COVID-19 didn't happen, I'm sure this would probably have come out this year. I'm sure it probably got a 2022 uh, release date because of COVID. COVID impacted everyone. Literally everyone. So I feel like this sort of broadcast is kind of full of things that they wanted to announce earlier, but now they kind of have their probing through wrenches in their plans, so now they're kind of just showing off what they can, but also what they can isn't much, because they really don't have too much to show. That's how I interpret this whole broadcast. It feels like Sega realized that they can't be holding off Sonic fans For this much longer. And they have to give at least something. So that's exactly what they gave us. Was at least something. And a lot of fans are happy about that. A lot of fans are happy about that. That they at least have something. But I don't know. Consider me more. Consider myself more Snoodian of higher standards, but I would have rather waited
0: and seen instead some uh, more sort of meaningful announcements
1: than a whole bunch of empty announcements. Well,
0: so I
2: guess it really were was... We just about to talk about a... how there's no Sonic right. <laughs> Now there's Sonic
1: better than nothing. Well, yeah, this, that is pretty much the Sonic fandom news. It is better than nothing. It really is kind of a lose lose situation, though, for Sega, because they did this announcement. I asked, because really, we were going to be recording something pretty soon, anyways. And if we didn't get any news, it would have just been me complaining about the fact that we haven't had any news. And now that we do have news, and I'm still complaining about the fact that we do <laughs> have news. So. Confused, well the story
0: enough.
1: To be a uh to be a Sonic fan, you must be able to complain. You can't not complain as a Sonic fan. But I complain about Sonic because I care. Because I love Sonic. He is a good hedgehog, and I wish the best for him. But sometimes when I see things that aren't necessarily what I would consider the best for him, that's when uh That's when I complain. Which is funny, because I really only complain about modern Sonic stuff. I don't really complain... Like, if we talk about stuff like Sonic 06, I don't think... I I I would still be like... I I don't think it's a good game, right? But... I don't think I would be super... super harsh on it, besides the whole fact that, you know, it irreparably damaged the franchise's uh, sort of reputation. But beyond that, I feel like I would be able to pretty level-headedly talk about most older Sonic games without complaining too much. It's mostly just these newer Sonic games that aren't hitting the mark. Mostly Forces in this one. Well, we don't know yet, but let's be real. Let's be real. This is probably going to be another Forces scenario. I hope that it isn't. I pray that it isn't, but it probably will be.
0: We know nothing about the game, and you are going, oh, it's going to suck.
1: I'm a Sonic fan. This is... I have been trained this way. Do you know how many times I have been broken? Do you know how many times I have been... I was hyped for Sonic 4. Hmm. I remember when they were trying to show off Sonic 4 like it's like this big old... I was hyped for that. I've been broke. I was hyped for Sonic 4. I wasn't hyped for Lost World, but I bought it near launch because it was a new Sonic game, and it at least looked interesting. I... I wasn't that hyped for Forces, honestly, but
0: I still was at least mildly interested. I've been burned. I've been burned!
1: I feel like it's the nature of a Sonic fan to act like this, to be like, to literally be given nothing and be like, this is gonna suck, huh? Because as, as my, my wise man, Silver the Hedgehog, once said, in Sonic Forces, I am an optimist, but I am also a realist.
2: Someone posted that on the Reddit too. It's like a like my reaction to the
1: 2022 game trailer. They literally posted yeah. that. <sighs> I am an optimist, but I am also a
0: realist.
1: Pretty much sums up being a Sonic fan. We're like We all wish the best for the series, but we're realistic here, and we know that Sega does not know how to make Sonic games. So... We go into these games with the expectations of, this is going to suck, and it
0: usually does. (laughs) Ah! Sneeze! Oh god! I've been shot.
1: Anyways. I feel like we've exhausted what we can talk about for Sonic Central. Yeah, there
2: wasn't really much of
1: anything. We did pretty much talk about everything in as much detail as we could so shout outs to us high five
2: well i mean to be fair while you were talking i saw someone had uh analyzed the sonic rangers trailer and it was a 20 minute video <laughs> I even what know is there to
1: analyze <laughs> he's running in a forest in their squares And he makes a weird shape that is indiscernible. I don't know how to pronounce that. I don't know what that says. I don't know what that means. It's just a shape.
2: So here we are, almost two hours on a twenty-minute
0: presentation.
1: What? what, Literally, what is there to freaking analyze from that trailer? There's nothing. It told us nothing.
0: That's the thing.
1: that's the Sonic fan. That's how we are. Don't mess with us, Sonic fans. We're broken beyond repair.
0: Anyways. Oh well, yeah. <laughs> end. Yeah. yeah, I don't know, the too much. Much. <laughs> Uh what in the hell is that? It's Sonic Ranger. Yeah. You know it actually does look like uh yeah.
1: That actually does look like, I don't know if you know of these, but in the early 2000s, in the early 2000s, there was a toy line. There was a Sonic toy line. Yeah, this thing. Sonic X Space Fighters. Does anyone have like a full? Yeah, my friend, when I was a kid in the early 2000s, or mid 2000s, because it's really more like 2005, 2006. I had a friend who had these action figures. And these are what I think of when I think Sonic Rangers. Because it's just like, I don't even know. Sonic X Space Fighter. It's like, I don't know why it's branded Sonic X. I don't know why it's a bunch of Sonic characters in like spacesuits with like mech armor. I mean, I thought it was cool. But, like,
0: and, like, they all have, like, Chaos Emerald, like, staffs, like, that's what I, this is, this kind of crap is the stuff that I think of when I think of Sonic Rangers.
1: I like how they have Sonic, Knuckles, Shadow, Tails, and everyone's favorite Sonic character, uh, Robot. Very cool. Interesting. Uh but yeah, I had a I had a friend who had those acting figures. And so I always thought they were the coolest things because I was like six. And I thought that
0: anything with cool um mech armor was cool. But now I look at it now, it's just kinda of ridiculous. Why is Shadow the Hedgehog in the spacesuit? Why do they all have visors? you know, that's cool. but what can I say Oh, I guess that's it oh, now yeah, that's
1: pretty much it
2: <laughs> Not too much.
1: I got nothing else really to speak about? How do we end? We have to have a funny ending joke. Do uh, how do we? How do we end our? Wait, I don't know. just say some
0: rubbish. Yeah, yeah. Just abruptly end it. Just be all like, yeah. <laughs> just abruptly. Just.
1: I don't know. We're really not good at starting or ending our uh, podcasts here. <laughs>
2: I mean I guess the same is true for like writing a book. Like the hard part is the start and the end.
0: Everything else is just bleh.
1: <laughs> yeah, you just kinda you just kinda shoot it
0: out, yeah.